Hey folks, after a long time I'm back with a new blog that is all about the live data. Many of you have doubts about this area. I will try to explain all things step by step. I am very excited to share this content with you and hope you are also. Before jump into the main section let's understand what we will cover today. What is live data? What is live data lifecycle? What is the advantage of the live data lifecycle? Real example. How to create live data objects. How to observe live data objects. How to update live data objects. What is live data? Let's first look at the definition mentioned in the official Android documentation. Live. Data is an observable data holder class. Unlike a regular observable, live data is lifecycle aware, meaning it respects the lifecycle of other app components, such as activities, fragments, or services. This awareness ensures live data only updates app component observers that are in an active lifecycle state. Live data is part of Android Jetpack Compose component. Let's have a simpler definition now. In simple words, live data is basically a data holder and it is used to observe the changes of a particular view and then update the corresponding change. It is lifecycle aware i.e. whenever a data is updated or changed then the updates will be sent to only those app components which are in active state. If the app component is not active and the future, if it becomes active, then the updated data will be sent to that app component. So, you need not worry about the lifecycle of the app component while updating data. What is live data lifecycle? Defines an object that has an Android lifecycle. Fragment and fragment activity classes implement lifecycle owner interface which has the get lifecycle method to access the lifecycle. You can also implement lifecycle owner in your own classes. What is the advantage of the live data lifecycle? Ensures your UI matches your data state. No memory leaks. No crashes due to stopped activities. No more manual lifecycle handling. Always up-to-date data. Proper configuration changes. Sharing resources. Real example. Updating the UI of the application due to change in some data is one of the most used tasks in Android. For example, whenever you like some post on Instagram, then the like count will be increased and also the color of the like button will be changed to red from white. So, here we are changing the UI based on some data and there are many other examples of these kinds of UI change due to some change in data in Android. So, these changes in the views of your app can be carried out with the help of view model and make the working of a view model easy. Google introduced the concept of live data. Live data is a part of Android Jetpack and in this blog, we are going to understand the concept of live data in Android. So, here are the things that will encourage you to use live data in your application. You can use live data with libraries like Room Persistent Library, Coroutines, etc. Once a data is modified slash changed, the observers will be notified about the change. But before notifying the observers, live data will check if the observer is live or not. If it is live, then the notification will be sent otherwise not. In this way, the crash due to stopped activities will be stopped. While using live data, you need not worry about unsubscribing any observers. If the inactive observer will be resumed in future, then the latest data will be sent to that observer. No need to worry about activity recreation due to screen rotation because only the updated data will be sent. Now, I hope you are clear with the live data basic understanding, concept and in which case we can use this. I am pretty sure that you want to jump into the code now. Yeah, let's go. How to create live data objects? Here, we are going to use mutable live data that will be used for updating the name. Private mutable live data string name. Set the data in live. Data. Here, we need to change slash update the data in live data. 
The mutable live data publicly exposes two methods i.e. set value and post value to set the data in live data. If you are working on the main thread, then both set value and post value will work in the same manner i.e. they will update the value and notify the observers. If working in some background thread, then you can't use set value. You have to use post value here with some observer. But the interesting thing about post value is that the value will be changed immediately but the notification that is to be sent to observers will be scheduled to execute on the main thread via the event loop with the handler. ViewModel.Name.SetValue, updated data slash, or ViewModel.Name.PostValue, updated data slash. Return that data by some function. Public live data string get name, return name. How to observe live data objects. Finally, you need to observe the data in some view by using observers. One thing to be noted here is that only those observers will be notified that are active. When an observer comes from an inactive to an active state, then the updated data will be sent to it. View. Model.get. Name. Observe this. Name. Greater than. Slash slash. Do some UI updation or other tasks. Conclusion. So, in this blog, we learned about live data and how to use it. We saw that if there is a change in data then that data will be reflected to all the observers associated with it but it only notifies the changes to the observers that are live or in the active state and not to that observer that are in the inactive state. I will write a full example on live data with the room database in next blog for better understanding. Hope you like this blog. To learn more about some of the cool topics of Android, you can visit our blog www.chintanketia.wordpress.com and please follow me on Instagram also underscore chintanketia for all technical updates. Keep learning and sharing, smiley face. Chintanketia.